Hey everyone, we're the Book Mix Society. I'm Alondra. I'm Shay. I'm Amal. And I'm Virginia. And this is the Mom Book Club. friends welcome back to another episode of the book which society the non-book club we're back at you with our july yes july <laughs> wrap-up <laughs> uh, i was gonna make a dad joke about how you're not lying about but i'm not gonna do that so anyway <laughs> <laughs> let's kick this off by just asking how many books did everyone read this month um i don't for me this book just felt this book this month just felt so long to me mm-hmm. yeah. i don't know but um i read 27 books oh wow um i think there's a like one or two novellas and i read a children's book so i don't know if that counts but, yeah. i know some people count like children's books yeah like especially was, if they're reading to like kids or like little kids yeah it was like um it was pretty lengthy i don't know but yeah that was mine what about you virginia oh my god okay so this month i went back into a slump. i read three books <laughs> i read three books in like the first two days of the month and then I started reading a fourth and fifth book, but they kind of put me on the slum because I got annoyed at the characters for some reason. And then I just said, I don't want to read anymore. But I started reading um, fanfic instead because we got the the con next month uh, for like a hundred. And I kind of got in, sucked into reading the Lark fanfic <laughs> and I've been reading a lot of it. I need to ask, what were the two books that put you in the slum? I, it was The Savage. Because oh, okay. I was oh, mad, I was kind of mad of the the that it wasn't like a Kingsmaker, like it was a, like it wasn't at the school, and I don't know. It, it, the characters were starting to annoy me, and the other one that I also couldn't get into, but I want to finish was uh, I know what it's called is Between Hello and Goodbye. Oh, uh, that is hurt. The savage, <laughs> is the Savage the third one? Uh, the Savage the what? Huh? It's like the fifth one or sixth yeah, one. Yeah, it's the last one. Oh, the last wow. one. It's the newest oh, one, you're yeah. so close. Oh. Yeah, but I read the like the only three things that I'm like, when I was talking about it later, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what about you, Amal? I read 11 books. There were a couple novellas, but I, like I felt like it was, I was like in a, I don't know, just didn't feel like reading this month. Even though 11 is a lot of books. I love my, it is. I, it is. It, it definitely is. Um, you know that five chat filter where it tells you how many books to read? I said I was only going to read the number it gave me, like exactly. And the first time I did it, I got two. And that's just not going to work for me. And I did it again, I got 11. So I'm going I'm to try to do 11. Yeah, mine, I did one last month and I said 11. And I did 11. And I'm actually halfway through a 12th book. I don't know if I'll finish it by tonight. I still have like six and a half hours. But um, maybe it'll be 12. But right now it's 11. <laughs> 11 and a half. What about you, Shane? Um, So far, I've read 20, but I'm halfway through two different books. And so I'm hoping I can finish them both by tonight <laughs> so that I'll be at 22. But for right now, I'm at 20. It was a weird month, if I'm honest. <laughs> well, actually, I did. And the thing is, is I don't know how to count Kindle Vela because they're like not books they're episodes. It's kind of like fan fiction where they're like posting episodes technically which are I think like chapters and so I didn't know how to count them but I did read a bunch of Kindle Vela this month too because my sleep schedule was atrocious but what is that Kindle Vela it's kind of like um so I think if you have Amazon Prime you can get it I don't know if there's a charge for it or if um you can still read it without Kindle or Amazon Prime or Kindle Unlimited or something like that. But it's mm-hmm. basically like, so you know the author who wrote The Never King and The Dark One? Mm-hmm. She has like a vampire series that's on Kindle Vela. And it's, they're like episodes is what they call them. But it's kind of just like the author just updates it as like chapters, I think. So it's like an ongoing thing, um, which is why I'd say it's kind of like fan fiction because- Oh, it's, it's kind of like, like Jump, like with the mangas. Like yeah. you have like a one chapter every issue. Yeah. So like I think like 10 chapters makes one volume or something. Like yeah, that. I don't know. I haven't done much diving into Kindle Bella to see like if it's the same across the board for every like book or whatever they're called. But yeah, it is kind of like that where they post recurs or whatever. Um, I don't know that I like it because- I like to be able to like finish it 
and not have to wait for updates. It's kind of why I stopped getting into fan fiction because I hate waiting for updates. Um, so yeah, I don't know, but I didn't count any of that because I didn't really know how to like record it on Storygraph because I didn't look to see if you could, but you know, oh, well, so that's where I'm at. I'll go ahead and start us off. Um, I went in with Devney Perry slash um, Will and Ash, just a pen name for her. Um, her Will and Ash books, in my opinion, have a lot, they have the same amount of smut, but a lot less plot, which made me like them less. Um, mm. So I went through her Calamity Montana series, and I believe that there's a sixth one coming out, or a fifth and a sixth one coming out. Um, so I'll just really go quickly through my my thoughts. Um, the first one is The Bribe. Oh, I also really like the covers, the discreet covers for these. So I really wanted to buy them, but I didn't love the books. So and now I can't justify spending the money. But I really like the covers. Um, the first one is The Bribe. This one is about uh, a rock star or a country star that's running away from her life. And she has a stalker. So it's a little bit of like suspense. And I like that. Um, then The Booty, which is just a funny name. Um, but that's the novella. That one is just really silly. Um, then there's the bluff. And that one's about an artist and he has a daughter. So I kind of like that one the most probably. Um, then there's the brazen. Honestly, can't remember a single thing about this one. I'm looking at my, I'm looking at my throat and I'm like, what, what was this? Um, then there's the bully. Um, I did like that one just because it was like secret friends with benefits tension going on there overall though i would probably rate the series like a three star right now three and a half maybe like the writing's not bad but there's just no plot um then i read the novella that is in the edens because the third one is coming out this month i still have it read but um i really like that one it was it was pretty short i think only like 120 pages or something but i really liked it it was really cute about a girl that runs away and it's like bodyguard romance and it was just really cute and I like the city of Quincy, which is where the Edens are set, um, set in. And so I read that one four stars. But I'm really excited to read Garnet Flats, which is the third one in the Edens. Isn't hopefully. that already out? Yeah, it came yeah. out this week on Thursday or Wednesday. So hopefully mm-hmm. I'll get into it this month. I think with books, they come out on Tuesdays, right? I think it depends. I know um, Anna oh. Wong usually does Thursdays. Oh, I think the, the majority of them do come out on Tuesday, because, um, but probably not all. Because I was going to say, I think I've seen some, like, publishers or, like, you know, whatever, post, like, new release Tuesday. But, uh, weird day to me. Interesting. We, yeah, we got it's a very Wednesday. random day. <laughs> huh? We got work on Wednesday. I know. It's Friday. <laughs> you, ex- <laughs> you expect me to stay up? I'm gonna. I will, but yeah. <laughs> don't make me. But I'm gonna complain about it. <laughs> what about you, Shay? Um, I started the month off with some cute little rom-coms and also some like, I started out with cute rom-coms and then I kind of just like veered off into mostly smutty books. Um, So the first book I read was Love at First Spite by Anna Collins, I think is the name. And that one was really cute. Um, I didn't love it because I'm not a very like spiteful person. Um, So basically she finds out that her fiance is cheating on her and they were like moving into this house together and he ends up cheating on her with the realtor. And yeah. And so she like buys the plot of land next to his house to basically like build the revenge house to go up next to his and like block that view that he has um and I just for me that just seemed like putting in so much energy into something that shouldn't be getting your energy like I'm I'm not a super spiteful person and like if somebody did me wrong for me personally the best revenge is to not pay them any mind and like you know they essentially no longer exist to me and so the fact that she like went to these extreme lengths to like build the revenge house and like do all this stuff it just seemed like very over the top for me but um I mean it was cute I think it was a book that would have benefited from having dual POV um because the architect that is helping her build the house is like a coworker of hers that she doesn't really get along with like I think it's a sort of a miscommunication light trope um, and so it was just, it was like, okay, to pass the time. 
Um, I think it could have definitely been better, but it wasn't terrible. Um, and then I read The Stranger in C8B, which was a smutty novella about this girl who meets the stranger next to her on the plane and they have a one night stand. And then like, that's kind of it until he ends up moving to the same city and it ends with like them being together is kind of stupid. Um, and then I read a beauty and the beast retelling uh, novella where he doesn't actually change at the end. He remains the beast. So it's more monster romance, which you all are accustomed to listening to me talk about. <laughs> they were okay. What about you, Virginia? <laughs> um, I read um, the uh, was the three books I read were from Sophie Lark, which were like the rebel, the bully, and the spy from the Kingmakers. Um, I actually really enjoy them. I I I and like if I don't count like the Savage, I haven't finished it yet, so I might change my mind. But I enjoyed this series more than the Brutal Birthright series because I felt like the um, quality was more uniformed. And I also liked that since they were they're in a school, you you see the other characters more. So you get to enjoy more of the interactions and you get more like background and stuff like that. So I really enjoy, I, I really, I really like them, which I think it's what made me kind of like, I don't want to say dislike because I, but like made me like when I started reading The Savage, when I saw that they weren't going to be, like it's not going to be set at Kingsmaker. I was like kind of disappointed. So that maybe is what kind of fueled my annoyance and made me like want to take a break. But so yeah, those were my my three books. I would recommend that this year if you guys were. Um... Virginia, did you just go through your three books in one go? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I did. Go podcast. <laughs> well, you guys have like twenty something books each, so I'm gonna. Yeah, but you can't just not talk. <laughs> I can. I can. So I talk about her fanfics. Yeah. yeah, true. Like all of the fanfics. fanfics I no, I don't want to. I don't want to let people. <laughs> that I, I feel like we like, bring it. Bring up. <laughs> the lark and the hundred every episode that i think people know that we like yeah but i don't want to we were traumatized by that show like i i had a did you just say i'm a clexa yeah (laughs) gross podcast over friendship done if you don't like clexa you're a homophobe sorry anyways i'm all though <laughs> uh, so i was going through um elizabeth roar or Rourke's backlist but i only got through one and it made me really annoyed so i stopped reading her books but um i read the undertow and it's just uh it's okay it was uh i gave it a four point uh just a four and it's about like a rich girl who falls in love with a poor guy. Um, and like her friends are assholes. Her family is an asshole, everybody. And then, but she's like, you know, the people for the people, you know, she's trying to make change, whatever. It's really like kind of annoying, but it was okay. It, it's a book. I enjoyed it. I went through this phase this month where I was just giving every book four. And I was like, oh, I didn't really like it. Four. And then I read a book like, oh, this is great. Four. Um, <laughs> So I, I gave a lot. I, I think I gave all the books fours, uh, but it's okay. I tried reading another one of her books because I was like, oh, I might as well just finish her backlist. And those characters were so annoying that I had to stop. Although I don't DNF, so it's just on pause. Um, I'll get back to it later. And then um, my next book was just, I went back to my Callaway read. So I finished Fuel of, Fuel of Fire finally. I started it last year. Yeah. In like November. Finally got to it, finished it. And then I was sad that I finished it. Hmm. Um, but I, don't, I tried reading Long Way Down. And I feel like Reich is not my favorite anymore. But oh. I don't know why. I, I think it's because, like, I, and it's such a dumb thing because it's this whole thing. But, like, I really dislike how much he swears. <laughs> it just annoys me that he can't just, like, articulate himself in any other way what the fuck is but swearing and i and that's so stupid because i i swear in real life people around me swear in real life i don't know why i have such an issue reading swear words because for him it like comes off unnatural sometimes yeah it feels like it's too much like it feels like 
he's trying like it, w- it doesn't need to be there you know it, it feels, feels like forced. Kind of like the authors yeah. were just like trying to make it like oh this is his thing and now we're gonna beat that horse with like you know until yeah. it dies make sure that he yeah says fuck every other sentence that's I just totally how agree. i felt um like when they came and feel the fire like every time they would tell like every time connor would tell him something he would like swear and i'm like oh it's so, it's so like i get it people swear but like not that much you know like yeah, yeah I don't know. it definitely like felt t- very I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why it turned me off so much that I like started reading. I got one chapter into Long Way Down and I was like, I'm just going to put this down because it's just going to make me angry and I don't want it to make me angry because I like the series. So I think it's going to take me another year to finish Long Way Down, but <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> it, I, I, but I gave Fuel the Fire five stars because I really enjoyed it. And I like, I Rose is actually my favorite girl and then Reich was my favorite guy, but feel like Reich is going down on my list. Oh, sad. I like Rose and Low. Yeah, me too. I don't know who I like. I <laughs> switch it up all the time. I had trouble choosing my favorites. Like, the only person that's clear in my head who I don't like as much as the other is, like, that's Daisy. clear. Yeah, it's Daisy. Ouch. That hurts. <laughs> but it's, it's no, mostly... not for me, for Virginia. No, but I... I know. Like, it's only mo- it's mostly because of how she was introduced and, like, as a Virginia sister, just sister really annoyed me. Oh. No, it's like just say you hate me. <laughs> just kidding. Um, not my fault. Like she was introduced <laughs> as like the bratty little sister, and that just got yeah. to me. Anyways, <laughs> I, I then read Twisted Lies. Um, I have thoughts on this, and I think eventually we're gonna do a podcast episode on this. I give it a four I star. Um, I give it a four star. I like Stella. She might be my favorite Twisted girl. Um, mm. No, just kidding. I like Jules better. She's spicy. Oh, I don't know. I love Jules. Yeah, um, I liked it, but I I don't know if I just don't like Anna Huang's writing anymore. <laughs> uh, I know, I agree with you, because there's some aspects of, like, that book just don't make sense. Yeah, I gave it a four, um, which isn't bad. Um, then I read an arc, Mistakes Were Made. Um, it's Best Friend's Mom. Um, I hated this book. I gave it two and a half stars. <laughs> Um, to be fair I mean to be honest I might have given it lower but with one of my friends reads she was really excited for me to read this so oh no I don't know the the smut just wasn't there for me there were no character growth the the drama was really stupid like this is just gonna make me put it off even more because it's sitting in my net galley shelf (laughs) yeah I don't maybe I'll like it there's books that I haven't liked that you've liked that yeah um, it just wasn't it for me. I I don't know. I maybe it's because my friend Melissa talked about it so much, and I we usually have the same taste. Yeah, I did not like it. <laughs> um, but I read the Road Trip by Bethel Leary. Um, I almost wish I hadn't read this because I think I love Bethel Leary, um, and it's the last book in her backlog. I really like this one. I think this on the Road Trip are two of her best books, and um, both five star reads for me. Um, th- did I just say her in the road trip? This in the road trip. This is the road trip. This and no show <laughs> was the other um, one. <laughs> this and no show are two of her best, and also a flasher. She's just a really good writer, and she has this way of like writing rom coms while at the same time bringing real issues into it. Did you and- know those both got bought by production companies? Ooh. Yeah, I've heard no show is going to be like a show or a movie. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't know where or what it's going to be, but they were both like flasher and no show were both just purchased. Um, yeah i'm excited to see how they bring about no show i need all, the rest of you to read it so we could talk about it i really like beth o'leary's writing um i definitely recommend then i read my favorite half night stand by christina lauren um it's professor sexy book with some smut it wasn't bad maybe it was pulling in a mall but i give it a four stars it wasn't bad <laughs> it wasn't great it was there um i enjoyed it <laughs> then i read dating you hating you because i saw they got a new cover so i wanted to see if i wanted to buy it um I, it was there it wasn't bad it was <laughs> great four stars um it's kind of en- enemies to lovers um where they are both going it's kind of like the hating game pretty much where mm-hmm. they're like two companies merge and then there's only a spot for one of them what are they gonna do blah 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 it wasn't bad. It wasn't great. Four stars. Um, then I read The Stand-In because of Shay. I really like this one. Uh, I like to talk about mental health. Um, four stars. Um, Why yeah. did I think you rated it lower? I rated it 3.75. Oh, okay. But now that I'm going back, I think I would give it four stars. Um, I think I was just left wanting. Like there were certain yeah. 
with like way and I think yeah and I think the end with the reveal and everything I think it should have happened a little bit sooner so that there could be more development of that new dynamic that they have I I agree with you Uh, I was just left wanting like the relationship with the mom um I think that's why I give it a 3.75 but I did like the discussions about mental health Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want to say it's a four like if I gave the other books that I didn't think were great a four then this should yeah. get a four at least uh, rating yeah. doesn't make any fucking sense <laughs> <laughs> then I read My Color Vacation by Tessa Bailey another book I did not like <laughs> I gave it two and a half stars <laughs> I'm sorry Tessa you gotta girl you gotta work like you don't have money like you need to pay your mortgage I need you to do something this, this, this did not do it for me <laughs> um, then I read Maggie Moves On uh, by Lucy Score. I absolutely adore Lucy Score's writing. Um, for our listeners, I have a thread on Twitter where I rate them and I rated this one like 15 minutes before the end because I was like, oh, but I love this. And I gave it five stars and then something happened at the end that I just don't like in tropes and books. So I went back and deleted it and it gave 4.75. Oh. Uh, not everyone hates it. I'm just not a fan of like certain cliche endings, but I really like the... the oh, no, I want to know. I, I can say it if you guys... Yeah, I'm also curious. Yeah. Spoiler alert for the last 15 pages of Maggie Moves On. Three, two, one. He just proposes to her and they won't loan each other for like oh. five, six months. And I was like... Gotcha. You don't need to That's do this. That's a little now. too extreme, yeah. Yeah. Um, I really like the... like I'm forgetting my words, but the communication and the, the banter between the two. Um, mm-hmm. And I think Lucy Score is really good at writing side characters in like small towns that you really like. And I love small town books. Um, I I did like it. It just I hate when there's proposals at the end and they're kind of rushed. Like you can have a happy ending without a proposal. I don't yeah. need that. Um, yeah, I'll stop there for now. You Shay? Um, so the next one I read was The Float Plan by Trish Dollar. Uh this one is probably one of like my top reads of the year. It was so good and it was so unexpected. Because if you just like look at the cover, it's of two people on a sailboat and it's like a cartoon cover. So you think it's just going to be like this cute little rom-com. But um, the main character's uh, fiance commits suicide. And so she gets like reminded of this trip that they were, they were planning to take together on his sailboat. And she decides to quit her job, pack up the sailboat and basically do this journey by herself. But a little ways in, she realizes that she can't do it by herself. And so um, she comes across Keen, who is like a professional sailor. If I don't know if that's what it's called, but um, he offers his help and she takes him up on it. And so they kind of make the trip together. And it's just really like a beautiful story because she's coming to terms with somebody who she thought she was going to like have this life with and now can't anymore um and he is also coming to terms with his life changes because he lost part of his leg in an accident um and so he's having to like basically fight for his position as like a professional sailor because a lot of um boat owners don't think that he can do it and that sort of thing so they both have like so much growth individually um that I just was not expecting and I thought it was really well done um so I gave it like 10 stars if I could um it was really good yeah Yeah, and I highly recommend it um and then I read just go with it by Madison Wright and I had read it because I had heard it had fibromyalgia rep um it was okay if you like Sarah Adams books I think you'll like this one um basically this girl um her best friend is getting married And so she um, is losing her lease because she can't afford to pay for it by herself. And she can't afford health insurance because she's about to be kicked off of her parents' health insurance. And this like guy who she was friends with in college kind of made it big on YouTube or like Vine or whatever, a social media app by doing these like sort of prank type videos. Um, And so it's like, sort of fake dating and it's just I don't know I think it was so poorly done and just so she was so pick me in my opinion it's like I have all of these things poor pity me and I just like I don't know it just was so immature and I think it's also because I didn't personally agree with how the fibromyalgia rep was portrayed 
not that it's like wrong or anything. It just isn't my experience. So I think that had something to do with it too. Um, so I just, I think it was like a two or three star for me. It was okay. Um, and then technically I read it last month. I just forgot to put it on my last month's count, but Fate at Fault by Andy Sims. Um, it's slightly taboo. Um, this woman's husband dies before she can divorce him and his adopted daughter and his son come to stay for the weekend to like help with packing up the house and the funeral and stuff and they ensue in a little relationship and it's very cute very fluffy very smutty just like all around wholesome oddly enough for like such a spicy book it's very wholesome um so yeah i might give it a try it's very it's a novella so it's really short and i think she does a really good job with characters and like i don't know I would consider the characters in these books like comfort characters for me. What about you, Amon? Yeah. Uh, my next book was Eyes on Me, which is um, the second in the Salacious Players Club. I like this one better than the first one. Me too. Um, oh. Even though I guess it's taboo, technically. Because well, yeah, they're step-siblings. Siblings. They're step-siblings, but they grew up. Well, no, they didn't grow up together. Sorry, they didn't grow up together. Um, and it's like eight jab, but it was... I liked it better than the first one. Um, so I think, um, what is his kink? What's the first one's kink? Voyeurism? Yeah. No, praise. Right, obviously. Yeah, duh. Um, I, maybe that's just not something I like to read about. So I didn't enjoy it as much. But I know we're going to do a podcast on this one. So, But I gave it a four. A four so there's that. And then the next. No one saw that coming. I know. <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> um, and then I read three novellas um that are part of like the same not universe but by the same author and she writes holiday novellas uh they're called holy nights so i read liberty falls christmas on the 13th floor and uh the four leaf and they're all short smutty zero angst which is usually not what i go for but I, I really wanted to it works in novellas too yeah i don't I, it was okay they i gave them all <laughs> four, four stars four stars <laughs> um but i i read them not in order which doesn't matter because they're just novellas but everyone kept talking about liberty falls and about how it's a firefighter fighter firefighter romance and oh with that guy floating around <laughs> and it's just in my opinion not a firefighter romance he's a firefighter and he has like a kink with fire play but other than that what with fire yeah like he yeah. uses like candles like oh. the oil oh. candles um see my brain and, and like pyromaniac <laughs> and uh he starts the fires he puts out um and like each of the guys in each novella have like a kink that the girl doesn't know about and they get to like explore the first one is the fire the second uh the christmas one is he l- literally wants to hunt her no that's the four leaf one that's, he like that's, that's his kink. Play. Kink is, like yeah his kink, his kink is like yeah so he like literally they're like childhood Chases friends her. yeah they're childhood friends and they used to play like hide and seek but then when they get sexual and they're adults it's like a that for them um and the christmas ones kink i don't know what it was i forget they weren't very memorable um i also read them all like in one day because they're just like 100 pages but uh, i guess they're good reads if you want to like a break from heavy like angst or yeah. sadness or if you're reading too much fantasy, I think it's like a nice little break of just like fluff and smut. I've Virginia, heard really tell good me about the Moth. Fantasy. Sorry, say that again. Oh, I was just saying I've heard good things about the Moth to try them. Yeah, it's and I like her writing. It's not like you know bad. Yeah, and I kind of want to find a full novel of hers to read and see how she develops characters in like a full yeah. novel instead of just like a hundred pages because you don't really need to spend mm-hmm. too much on their story. So. I'm curious to see how she writes other stuff. Talk about your fanfics, Virginia. Uh, I don't even know. What Blark fix you read? (laughs) I don't even know what got me back into like why my brain went. I haven't read fanfic in a while. Let's go check it out. Uh, But yeah, I started, I went to Blark's fanfics and I started reading um, Monroe's little, like, all her fanfics. Oh, Oh my gosh, I love their, their, I go back every once in a while. Yeah, I like her fanfic. So I read all of hers. So that's how I started. And then I, <laughs> yeah, I can. <laughs> what 
but I really like her fanfic. She has a lot of like cute, like just fluffy ones, and then she has some. Spice. Yeah, I like. I like that hers are so long. Yeah, and it's honestly, same. they always end like open ended, so that like, you could like imagine like like it could go on. But I, I like how I always left. I was always left wanting more. Like especially one of her the, the one where what was it? Oh my god, what's it called? Like it's um when they cr- when they crash, but they crash in a deserted island, and at the end, like the grounders come and get them, and there's a st- the war is starting. You know, so it, is that it, yeah. the one where is that the one where they land in water? Yeah, there's like oh, an octopus yeah. or something turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, right. Yeah, so that like that one ends like so open, and I'm like, oh, that would be like a good story. When, <laughs> when my book count next month is two, because Virginia dragged me back. <laughs> You can count, you can add some of them to like story graph. Yeah, I think any, I mean, you can add them yourself. Because you know what is so funny on there. Speaking of, speaking of fanfics, I downloaded the Breath Mints of Battle Scars, the Germani fic. Mm-hmm. And so I'm contemplating I've, if I want to read it. Next I've time. had that downloaded for a while now. <laughs> and because I'm pretty sure it's on story graph where you can count it as a book because it's really long. Um, yeah, I so I downloaded like it to my Kindle. <laughs> yeah i downloaded it to my kindle and i'm contemplating if i want to read it next month or not because i not i was never really big on harry potter so like germany isn't like that big of a deal to me but i've heard so many people talk about it i think about, the germany like, writers being, like, are so good yeah I, I can't bring myself to bring to read germany like i i just so it's like can. almost 150,000 words oh wow yeah yeah, it's really Germani. long. Germani. Yeah, that'll that'll be almost like mm-hmm. like seven eight hundred pages. Because I read um another Germani fic, and when I downloaded it, it was like eight hundred pages. I think Germani and Raylo have like the best. Fic. Yeah, they're uh, they're really good, and most of them, um, like they haven't. I mean, I don't think they've become published writers except uh, like Olivia Blake. But um, most of their books you can buy. Like you can people bind. Dermione oh fix, yeah I've seen and them. you can buy them yeah. uh what's the one you're reading or you might read Shay it's Breathmints and-, and Battle Scars yeah. it's by what's the name here I can check it uh oh shoot it's not showing me the name on the thing uh it's by uh Onyx and Elm yeah hmm. so it, this is about I think it's after the war so it's like technically canon but like the tags are what really got me and like I've heard people say it's like really angsty too. So I'm like, maybe I'll give it a try. Even though I was never like a big Harry Potter. I didn't have any stock in like the characters, anything like watching the Harry Potter movies. It was just kind of like meh to me. Yeah, I think uh, for Dermione, they uh, most of it's like so a like AU that you don't even have to know anything about the characters because they kind of make their own background story yeah. for them. Most of the time, I think you just need to know the basics that, like, Hermione is a Muggleborn and Draco mm-hmm. is pureblood. Yeah, because there was that one Balark fic um, that was crossed over with Harry Potter. With Harry Potter, and I loved that fic. It was so good. I have it downloaded on my iBooks. I might actually go and reread it because it's really good. Um, and I used to like that. Was like the one fic where it was more of like a comfort fic where I would go and read it anytime I traveled. Like I downloaded it to my iBook so that I could read it offline, and it's so good. Like I, I wish that like the Harry Potter universe was like that, and not yeah. fucking what it is. <laughs> I think like the fanfic writers for Harry Potter and stuff could write better Harry Potter than the author. Yeah, I find that a lot of fanfic writers are like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm surprised that not more of them have published, right? Because they're like they're good at writing, you know? Yeah. I mean, not everyone, not all fix are equal, but there's some that are like. But I've come um, across a few where I'm like, why are you not an author? Yeah. Like a published author. It's crazy. T- but anyways. <laughs> I'm going to drag you all with <laughs> you in the fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm almost at my goal. I have like, if I finish the two today, I think I only have eight books left to meet my goal. So maybe. <laughs> <laughs> my derail. I then read Yes and I Love You. Yeah. Uh, Ronnie Lauren I really like it uh, give it four and a half stars I do want to say the one thing that threw me off is that the female main character has blonde and curly hair and it was so hard for me to imagine that because the cover which is what she uses for her, yeah. her writing 
has black hair like sleek back hair I was just thinking that today as I looked at the third book I was like why is that first one not blonde hair because the second one she has like vibrant colored hair Yeah. yeah Um, and then the third one she has brown and the guy's blonde so I'm like why didn't they use blonde hair for that first yeah, one she did it because it's her icon for her her writing but I was oh, like yeah it keeps throwing me off because I did not I yeah. don't like things when I'm writing I mean when I'm reading but I I don't know um but I did really like it um I enjoyed the plot um and the characters and then I read what it, what if you and me I really like Andy um she might be one of my she's probably my favorite um in the yeah. in the trilogy um she also has such an interesting like backstory that I don't think mm-hmm. I was I this month is my like murder mystery month and that kind of turned into this a little bit um yeah and I really like that um but also about four and a half stars and then <laughs> for you and no one else um it got four and a half stars I really hate blah, when you're reading blah, a blah, book. Blah. I really I, I just really hate when you're reading a book and then like there's one line that kind of throws it off for you oh no um, you, you might not feel the same way and we're waiting for you to get there I did give four yeah. and a half stars um, I'm halfway through it right now um, and I also really like the character name that's such a random thing but Eliza Catalino and Beckham Carter they're just like yeah. cute names and they like adopt little pets together so it's just so cute um, I really like Lo- Ronnie Lauren's writing um, same yeah. so overall I really like the series I think I give all of the books four and a half stars um, then I read Everything for You by Chloe Lee. I really like this one. Um, Chloe Lee is one of my favorite writers. I think she just has a really good way of telling stories. Um, I really liked it. I'm waiting for Mom to read it so I can talk to her about it. So get <laughs> on it, Amal. Um, I will. I will soon. Maybe I, this month. I don't know. <laughs> I am so excited for Vigo's book, though, although I'm a little bit worried he's not going to be the next book. I think he might be after um, The Youngest Thank Sister. You. Yeah, because there's a, a four-year or a two, three, two, three, four-year gap. So Ziggy's in college. Um, so I feel like they might do Ziggy next. And I'm just really excited for Vigo's book. So I'm like, give me Vigo. Um, <laughs> but I really like Chloe Lisa's writing. Then I read uh, Not My Type, which was really cute. Um, it was so much smuttier than I expected for some reason. Right. Um, but it was really cute. I gave it 4.25 stars. And I read Love Blushed, also really cute. Again, really sweaty. This is so taboo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those books, they, they lull you into thinking like it's all just going to be cute, yeah. fluffy stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's so taboo of me, but I almost thought I was going to be the both brothers and her. <laughs> I would have been of it. Um, anyways, I really like. I wouldn't have right. said no to that. I sort of read it. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> I really liked it. I'm really excited for the third one to come out, and I'm assuming there's going to be a fourth one because it's four friends. Yeah, when is uh, the, the other one coming out? Uh, I think the Darn It All comes out in September. Okay, because I, I saw that it was coming out, but I, I couldn't see a date. Maybe Mitchell also has really cute covers. Um, yeah, yeah, I think they're so cute. And then I read The Good Girl's Guide to Murder trilogy. I really like this. Um, I rated the first one 4.75 stars. Um, then I rated the second one four and a half stars. The third one I heard is such a hit or miss. Like you can hate it or you can love it. I was like back and forth. And then in the end, it was just so full circle that I loved it and rated it five stars. I also don't know if it's because I was on my period while reading this. It wasn't sad, but I was crying. Um, I don't know. I really liked it. And then there's a kind of um, prequel. It honestly wasn't very good, especially coming off of the high of the last book. But I like the last chapter and that kind of redeemed it. So I get that three and a half stars. I really like all the characters, um, like the main characters, Pip and Ra- um, Ravi are like my favorites. I think everyone should read this. Um, I have the first two. I'm waiting for the third one to come out in paperback. It's really good. I think you, you would really like them. And they kept me like interested the entire time. Yeah. Uh, I really like them. And then I read um, The Princess Trap by Talia Hilbert by Talia Hilbert. Um, I really, really, really like her Brown Sisters trilogy. So I was excited to read this. It was giving, but it wasn't giving. Um, it was, I don't know. I, it was there. I didn't hate it. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. Three and a half stars. Um, yeah. Um, I really like Talia Hilbert's writing though. So, and this is actually a book that came out before the other ones. She just put a new cover. So I feel like it is some of her mm-hmm. older writing. So I'll give her a pass. Um, what about you, Shay? Um, so then I read the first six books 
of the Wicked Villains series. I haven't read the shorts yet. I don't know. I think I might save that for like when I'm feeling a little down or like need a break. Um, but I read the Wicked Villain series and I literally opened up like right when I started reading it, I opened up my notes app because I know Amal had read it. And so I was like jotting down my thoughts for them because I know she wanted to talk about them. And so what's, what's so funny to me is that um, my, like I would go back and forth on who I love the most and literally for Aurora and Malone, I said, I love them and the anxious perfection and the tension, holy hell, the tension, because <laughs> it was so good. Um, I don't know who's my favorite, but I definitely like give them all five stars if I was giving star ratings. Um, I think that I think that I even actually like it a little better than the uh, the like royalty series that she has. Um, I read the first three in that last year or beginning of this year. Um, but but I think I, there's for the night. Yeah, I think I like the series better. Well. It might just be the mood I'm in too, because I'm not super interested in books with plot right now, um, because everything is so stressful. I'm just like, take me out of thinking, just give me smut. Um, because that There's for the Night series is, there's more plot to it. Um, this one is just straight up like kink and sex for the most part. Um, I, yeah, I don't know who's my favorite. Um, I like how she writes. I like how Katie Roberts writes women um she like makes them very strong and I think especially with the first one with like Jafar and Jasmine it could have gone one way and I was expecting it to go that way but then at the end she kind of like gave Jasmine the power and I really appreciated that um I just like the way that Katie Roberts writes people and relationships in general um so I'd highly recommend this series but also the there's because it's one of my faves I don't know I want to know who's who Amal's favorite is in that series? Oh, my favorite. I well, okay. I haven't finished it. I'm I'm right in the middle of. Oh no, uh, Sea Witch. Oh yeah. So I haven't finished um that one or the the mm-hmm. oh, I don't know what the last one's called. Uh, Queen Takes Rose. Yeah, that one. Um, so I don't know, but right now, as of right now, Hook, um, and Tink. Yeah, they're so my favorite. Um. And then I don't really have a ranking, but they're like my standout. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that might change if I when I finish yeah. the series. The only but... one I wasn't really thrilled about was um, the Beast because that one. Because I noticed with the other ones, you got character cameos previously. Yeah, um, I think you only get with the Beast. You only got oh. um, Gaston and a lot, or not a lark. Um, the Beast. You only got like one cameo of theirs in. Uh, Hook and Tink's book and it was very brief because it was just like a group play scene that they were in and you didn't really get much more interaction outside of that so I think I just felt very disconnected from them compared to the others mm-hmm. um, because yeah. like with the Sea Witch and um, Queen Takes Rose like Ursa and Malone are friends so like they are in those books quite a bit and so there's a little bit of overlap and I liked that aspect of the series and there just wasn't much of that in the beast so I didn't like it as much as I like the other ones though it was still really good yeah, yeah I can't wait to, I I'm excited to read I mean I'm not really I'm I'm okay I'm see which is okay so far I'm not really like that yeah. into it I think that's why it's taken me a while to re- uh, finish it but mm-hmm. I'm excited about the last one just to also see how they how she finishes the story yeah but I my to read the shorts yeah they're not that I don't think it's long is it the last no, one like, I don't I think so um my next books I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole with um an author um it's the same author who read wrote under the underneath the sycamore tree which I really liked mm. last year and I was really hoping I could find another one that would like make me cry as much and I did <laughs> I found one um it's called uh what's it called it's called uh, dare you to hate me and that one I cried a lot I it was really I don't know if I was just not in a good mood or it was actually really sad but it wasn't a relationship type of sad it was her or sorry not a romantic relationship sad it was more of her like relationship with her parents and um, her brother that made me really sad 
Um, and that's part of a duology with Beg You to Trust Me. And that one, I did not cry. I did not cry in the rest of them, but the first one I did. And that one I gave a 4.5 to, which, I mean, I think I would probably change it to a 5, except there was just the little thing at the end that I didn't like. But other than that, it was fine. Um, and then the next one is Beg You to Trust Me. And this is, um, the, those two are, they're part of a series. And the third one, I don't even think is written or has a date but there it's about high school not high school sorry university college football and it's centered around those guys and then I read another book of hers called uh, make you miss me and this one's just a standalone and this one I'm not gonna lie I don't remember what it's about I feel like I need to look up the synopsis I need to look up the synopsis oh my god oh okay oh oh yeah so this is like a she's been like she's she married her high school sweetheart really young and then 10 years later they get a divorce because he just he tells her he doesn't love her anymore she moves to another town where she the neighbor across the way is her ex-husband's lieutenant because they're both in the army and then his son has autism and she's his teacher so it was like a lot happening um this one uh, this is probably gonna be my last b celeste book just because I really didn't like the, some of the dialogue and just the ending was, I don't know, a little too happy for me. Like everything kind of worked out and it was, I don't know. Uh, Cause it's like, I, I just hate when they make the other person like a villain, like her, the first husband and throughout the whole book, it's like, Oh, he just didn't, doesn't love her anymore. He grew out of love from her. And at the very end, spoiler alert, I don't know if you guys care to read it, but it turns out that oh, he had so cheated sweet. on her. Oh. He had cheated on her. She asked her new boyfriend, his lieutenant, if he knew that she cheated. He he cheated on her, and he said that I my men did their own thing. I'm not responsible for them. And then when she finds out that he did cheat on her, he's like, I didn't tell you because whatever. I was just so upset that he didn't tell her, even though it was a valid reason. It just made me really angry that when she asked him point blank if her husband was cheating on her, he didn't tell her, even though he knew. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it was like after the fact and she had already been divorced and like trying to yeah. move on his reasoning oh my god that made me so mad <laughs> definitely I'm not gonna read more for books because it made me really angry because it's like his reasoning was oh I wanted you to choose me because you love me not because you're angry that he cheated on you which I get but like she literally begged him to tell her if he cheated on her anyways whatever uh, <laughs> those were the three uh, and then someone else can go Alondra. I'll go. Um, and then I read um, Esperanza Rising. That's the one that I said was a children's book. Um, <laughs> I didn't read it. I remember reading this when I was in like fifth grade and thinking this is the best book that was ever read it. We did. Can I can I talk? <laughs> this is the best book that was ever written. Um, and reading it now, 20 years later, it's a book that's about the place where I was born. And it's not bad, but it's probably not the best representation. Um, but alas, it's a book that I read. <laughs> then I read Clap When You Land. This was such a quick read because it's written like poetry. Uh, some like ugly love when it's his past POV. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. It's like that the entire book. But I really, really enjoyed this. It was such a quick read. Um, and it talks a lot about like the, the relationships and families and trauma. Um, I just really enjoyed it. I gave that four and a half stars, and that was my last read of the month. I haven't read anything in like four days. I have no energy. Not a single word has been written. I mean, has been read. I can't see. Can't talk. Damn. Am I the only one with books left? Yeah, I think so. I have two more books left. Oh. Okay, I have eight books left because I realized that I just talked about the one series altogether. <laughs> um, so I read the roughest draft. I really, really liked it. Um, the angst was really good, in my opinion. Alondra, I don't remember what you rated that. I think you gave it 4.75. Oh, okay. For some reason, I was thinking when I was reading it, I was thinking that you would rate it lower because I know you say that, like, you're such a jealous person. And so, like, just that whole scenario. Because um, the... Because he's the, married? Um, yeah. And she's not, like, an evil person. You know what I mean? Like, she's not as bad as fucking what's his face but um so um, i was kind of thinking that you were rating it lower i'm a jealous person but i don't know i didn't really think like it doesn't sound mean but the wife didn't really yeah and a chance that's like, that's valid 
Yeah, I don't know. I really like the writing. It did remind. I read it because everyone says it reminds me of Betrayed. It, uh, it does not. <laughs> it it didn't remind me of Betrayed, but I did like the writing. Um, yeah, and that's what I had seen too. And I had seen some people be like, "I was sold that this was like Betrayed, but it's not." And so I kind of went in with that frame of mind that like that's what people were saying, but there were people who didn't agree. Um, I think if I had gone in thinking it was going to be Betrayed, I would feel a lot different about it but I really liked it um and I had annotated it for a friend to send to her and then she's gonna read it and send it back basically with her own annotations so I'm kind of excited to see how she feels about it um and then I read Turtles All the Way Down by John Green that low-key gave me an existential crisis was not having a good time what's it about um it's about this this (laughs) it's about this kid and I I think it's set in high school if I remember right um and they've got OCD and so like it's just a lot of their internal thoughts and like how they spiral and kind of have this like compulsive thought process and just a lot of the things that they were thinking about and this was probably because I wasn't in the greatest mental state but it just made me feel so small in the world and I don't know if that was like the intent of the writing or not but I was just like, oh my God, I feel so small right now. Nothing I do matters. Like it just, I don't know. I, there was the first John Green book that I've ever read. So I'm interested to see, um, because I also have The Fault in Our Stars and I've seen the movie for that, but I haven't read the book. So I'm interested to read the book to see if maybe this book was an outlier or if his writing is just going to do that to me every time where I just feel small and insignificant. Um, but it was okay. Um, I might try and read it again when I'm in a better frame of mind and see if my opinion of it changes. Um, but then I read Empire of Desire by Runa Kent and good God, I hated that book so much. Um, I could probably write like a 10 page dissertation on why I hate it. It was supposed to be like a forbidden romance marriage of convenience. Um, and it's dad's best friend um and then the marriage of convenience is because the dad gets in an accident and slips into a coma and so the best friend marries the daughter so that she doesn't lose the house because there's some sort of battle going on with um the dad's stepmom and the dad's will and whatever um it just the reasoning for them entering into the marriage was so flimsy and just not thought out at all but I think the one thing I, and I can deal with like very shitty plots as long as like the characters are good. I hated the characters because the girl kept talking about how she would have a vanilla milkshake for morning every day and how she ate so much vanilla ice cream. Like vanilla was her cute little personality trait. And I found it so annoying. It actually makes me want to hate vanilla just on principle. Um, She was incredibly immature, but then in a book where I'm getting, a little bit of like a forbidden taboo type romance that's dad's best friend. Am I going to want to read chapters from the dad's point of view? No, absolutely not. So I don't know why the author thought they could just like get away with putting the dad's POV chapters in there, like willy nilly towards the end. I, God, I hate this book so much. It's actually, I don't, uh, it makes me so viscerally mad. I'm so um, glad you hate a book as much as I hate some books. It like I went off on my Goodreads review because of how much this book pissed me off. And like the like the dad <laughs> it's so stupid. The dad need has, you to hate so beating. Huh? Come on, I just need you to hate so beating this way. <laughs> okay, so the dad is like searching for the girl's mom because the girl got left on his doorstep when she was born. Um, and so he's been like looking for the mom and he mentions her out to be this like terrible person who dropped the daughter off on his doorstep and never wanted to see her and blah, blah, blah. And like, okay, I'm so I'm supposed to hate the mom. Great. Fantastic. I can get behind that because like shitty parents exist, whatever the mom can be the villain, except for the point where at the very end, after the dad has like woken up in a coma, you find out that spoiler alert. I don't want any of you to read this book, but like, if you do, spoiler alert, um, the mom works at the law firm with the dad and the best friend. 
and it's just and so the daughter finds out and then like nothing comes of it I mean there's supposed to be a book in this series the last book in the series that's the dad and the mom's book because it's like a second chance romance whatever but there's like no like resolution to that like they find out that the mom was told that the child was born stillborn and instead her aunt and uncle just dropped him off at this guy's doorstep which I don't even know how they knew about him apparently they researched or whatever it, it doesn't make sense but anyways she thought so that the she's baby his was daughter dead. she's like his real daughter she's his real daughter and the mom thought that she died at birth and instead the mom's because she was 14 when she had the baby and instead the mom's aunt and uncle took the baby from her told her that the baby would died and then dropped the baby off on his doorstep. So, but she works in the same place and doesn't question that he has a daughter? Exactly. Well, she, okay. because she thinks that the daughter has been, like, the baby died. So she doesn't know that, like, her kid is out there living. And she didn't really know, apparently, she didn't know about him. Because it was, like, a one-time thing at a party. And she was 14 and drunk. But then he like tells her and she's like, I thought my baby was dead. Whatever. It's so stupid. It's quite literally the dumbest fucking book I've ever read. And the fact that they put the dad's POV chapters in a book about the daughter and his best friend. Like, no, I don't want the dad's point of view. That's quite literally the stupidest decision you can make as a writer. Like, it's, uh, I could go on about how much I hate this book. I anyways. <laughs> and then I read another stupid book called Blackout by Aaron something and that was basically just for my Kindle challenge achievement. Um that book was also really bad because it went back and forth between first POV and third POV between but like different characters. So one character was in first person, the other character was in third person. It just really fucking weird. And it was like the main character was a professor and she was writing about like a Brock Turner type situation and just some of the things that she would say are so stupid like I can't believe he's taking out his trash why is why is there a picture of him taking out his trash what is his motive for getting his picture taken of him taking out his trash like what is what does he have to gain from that nothing bitch he's just taking out his trash like oh my god Anyways, I'm gonna <laughs> stop for now because <laughs> it's just making me mad thinking about him again. I have like three more books, but go ahead. Okay. Uh, my next book was, um, I think, my first paranormal book. Mm -hmm. uh, it's called Parallel by L. Or O'Rourke, and this is she's this is the same author as um, Elizabeth O'Rourke, but she uses Elizabeth is a pen name she uses for her contemporary romances and. L is what she uses for her paranormal. And I would imagine, I don't understand why you have a pen name when it's the same last name, but I guess, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe just to differentiate, but again, it's the same last name, whatever. Um, but yeah. And anyways, this is about like a time traveler. <laughs> <You both, laughs> I don't know why I'm so stuck on the fact that her name, because you know, like ST Abby, like her, she has like a completely different name for her genres, yeah. you know, like, uh, and like Will and Ash and, Stephanie Perry, like they're different names, but whatever. That's not important. Uh, but this is a, this is a book about um, time travel, and they're like soulmates. And at first, I thought it was reincarnation, but it's not. It's more like um, alternate universes, and like her timeline keeps getting reset. But her, because she has like this soulmate, she keeps meeting him in different. Um, timelines and in the timeline that we're in right now every time she gets like these seizures she transports into a different timeline where she met him at a different point in her life like if had if something had changed she would have met him when she was 20 and if another thing had changed she would have met him when she was 10 uh, but like every timeline she always meets him regardless of when um, I really like the first one um, I gave it a 4.5 um, I am in the middle of the second one right now and they're just trying to figure out and she also has like a brain tumor so they're trying to figure out how to save her and now there's like other time travelers 
possible death trope. It's yeah, and there's like so there's four books in this series. Um, but the first two books are about the one couple, and then the second two books are about a different couple. We have not met the second couple yet because I looked up the names. Um, so I've I've no idea who they how they're connected to the first couple, but it's one series. You can even read it like in one like Kindle book because it's like mm. a parallel universe. It's the four books into one Kindle book. And I think you can also buy it like that. Sorry, I don't know how they're connected. Uh, but my last book of the month was, I read the Creature Cafe series, or the first book. And I don't know what I was thinking. And I don't know why I thought it would be any different. But it is so smutty. Um, <laughs> like, it, a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. Uh, and like, so fast, you know? Like, it was just, yeah. bam, right out the door. Like, second chapter pretty much i think or it's, maybe it's like insta love because yeah it is it's like, yeah. and like they'll, and, and they'll meet for their date and then plan to stay like date over the weekend uh, it's just them having sex <laughs> yeah and like this the first one is like they meet for the date they go home and like that night mm-hmm. he's like i love you <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but it's it, it was it's a lot it's a lot i don't know fun, if though. i'll be able to get through the whole series because this one was so much and I don't know if I'm just like a pansy and I just, or maybe I'm just on like a, like a smut, um, smut break break or like I'm, I read too much too fast <laughs> in other books. Like after I read the, cause I read four or three of the Katie Roberts books back to back. And I was like in a smut, like, what is it called? Like coma. Oh yeah. I was just too much. I had to. And then I had read like Sarah Adams for like three, four of her books because I was like, I can't do smut right now. Cause it was just overload smut and that's what this book felt like but it's like an interesting concept and i uh, and you're right like i um like the barista seemed like the most interesting person yeah but i saw that his book is a thruple i actually yeah so i read his book this month and it's so good yeah um (laughs) i mean i think i might just read to get to him um yeah it was honestly like everything i was wanting and more other than the fact that it wasn't long enough for me because like I love them so much that like I wish it was a full-length book um but it, it in my opinion it was a really good end to the series um and it was really nice to see the dynamics played out between because um do you care about spoilers and all no okay so part of the like plot that travels through all of these books is that um lucifer and the barista barista used to date and were in love um but then they broke up and so lucifer is kind of getting his revenge on the barista by trying to break up all the couples that the barista is matching and so the third book is the barista lucifer and trixie who is like in the cafe like works for the barista and so it was very interesting to see the barista's new life and his old life kind of collide um and like lucifer he's the devil you would not think that he is like a submissive but holy (laughs) he's such a submissive it's actually kind of comical um but i really liked the series and i'm sad that it's over though i think that the author is gonna do like a christmas novella of them um because i saw it like when you click on amazon where it says like one of 10 or whatever for a certain series it looked like there was going to be a christmas little novella so i'm kind of excited about that um i read does it hurt by hd carlton and it's easily like one of my top reads for the year it was so good um it's a thriller romance and i think it created an itch for more thriller romance so i might try and like dive into that territory because i think that's the first besides verity which I didn't really like the romance aspect of Verity. I was more interested in the thriller part. Um, I do like the thriller romance. Um, And then I read Fair Bargain, which is the second book in the Taste of Something Wicked series um, after Fate at Fault. That one was really good. And I liked how the female main character, like, because the guy offers her money and she just, like, took it, no questions asked. I was like, yeah, I'll take this money that you're giving to me because I find it really annoying sometimes when the girl's like, no, I couldn't take your money. But like, bitch, no, it, this is like over a million dollars. Give it to me. Um, so I really liked that. She was like, yeah, I'll take the money. Um, and then I read a reverse harem by Sarah Kate because I think I was trying to go through her backlist. And um, 
I was kind of surprised at like how much I liked it. Um, basically, this girl is a mafia daughter and um, her dad, like their house goes under attack and her dad dies and he tells her to go to this guy. And so she goes to this guy's house and basically it's him and his two sons and they're assassins. And they teach her how to be like an assassin and be part of their business and whatever. And it was very interesting. Um, so yeah, I'm reading the second one now. I'm not super far in, so I probably won't finish it this month. But what yeah, is it? Is it her with all the uh, like the assassins? Yeah, so it's her, and then it's the dad. Um, the dad has one biological son who she's with, and then one son that he kind of like adopted. Um, and in the first book, I don't know if it's different in the second book, but in the first book, the dad never does like when they do group stuff, the dad never participates with them, I think, because the son is a part of it. Um, so like they are always off on their own. Um, and then it's the brother and like the adopted son. They have done like one or two, I guess, group scenes with her. Um, but the dad never does. And I don't think that he will in the next. So it's, I mean, I liked the plot more than anything. I'm not super like. Yeah, that's interesting that she has the to become, like that she has to become an assassin because her, because her dad died. Like that's. Yeah. That so like she was really trying to kind of like, yeah, she was kind of trying to get revenge for the people responsible for her dad's death. And the plot twist is actually very interesting to me. And I think you would like it. Um, so I won't spoil it, but mm-hmm. um, it was definitely not a route I was thinking they would go because it's two uh, authors, actually. It's Sarah Kate and Rachel Lee, which I don't know who Rachel Lee is. I've never read any of her stuff, but um, yeah, the plot twist was very interesting and the story was somewhat engaging to kind of watch her go from like this sheltered mafia princess to somebody who actually like kills and tortures people. It's very interesting. So yeah, that's all the books I read, I think. For now, right we'll now. see if I finish the other. Two. Does anyone have any books left? Nope. I'm all. I don't think um, she's dead. Sorry. I what heard, were you saying? I heard I don't think she's dead, and I was like, I hope not. <laughs> oh, I, I meant I don't think she did. I asked if you had any books left. I'm all. Oh no, I don't. I'm sorry. The uh, the little fire something. I don't know. That was my last one. <laughs> the one with the the ca- creature cafe. The- all right. Virginia, do you have any recs? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna leave it at that. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, so thank you for tuning into our July wrap-up. If you take anything from this, it's to go check out Monroe's Little on AO3. Um, <laughs> they're a fantastic big author. Um, and like always, new episodes every Tuesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean. I am forgetting one. Google. Google Podcasts. Um, <laughs> like always, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay bitchy. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.